welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I am Kelly DeLeon with Treasure Data, and we are partnering with CDO Magazine, MIT CDOIQ, and the International Society of Chief Data Officers in a series of interviews. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Samantha Lopez, Consulting Director at Artifact. Welcome. Hi, welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, well, as we've been talking about having a proper data strategy in place is obviously really critical, but making that strategy then come to life <laughs> requires, you know, the next steps of implementation and execution. I'm wondering if you have uh, your own perspective that you bring in terms of if there's any kind of secret sauce when it comes to implementation and execution along a, a data strategy to make sure that that comes to life. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but really what it is, is you have to have your business consultants, your whoever is working on a strategy, who's able to work with the client, understand their business goals, not just what they want for this project, but what are their long-term goals as a business in an organization and be able to have those people who also understand what is the technicality of this tool? You don't have to be an engineer, but you have to understand a little bit more than just your basic of what the tool is, right? You have to be able to understand the platform, understand what can really be derived from it. And then on the other side of the house, you need to have engineers who are tuned into the business value because you can implement a product, but if you're not thinking about how strategically that's going to make sense, there's always going to be a disconnect. So I think having these two teams where you're not just in your silos, you're kind of working across the aisle, you're meeting in the middle, you're developing ideas together as a team, and then pairing that with your marketing and your analytical folks who then can deliver that value and actually prove it out do some use cases to show help a brand show how do you implement the technology this is how we do it now here's how you do it now you know we can watch you do it like it's being able to kind of provide from the strategy to the implementation to actually allowing some testing for the brand and giving them the keys of how to do it and the manual of how to do it and so i think without starting with the strategy the implementation the training and the change management it's there's going to be gaps and things are going to fall through the cracks. So it's really important to kind of have that holistic strategy. A lot of times when clients are cost sensitive, they want to, let's just do the implementation. We don't need to do such a long strategy or we don't need to do the training. We'll figure it out. And while there's ways to do that and there's ways to get around it, I think it's really crucial of having this. There's a reason the methodology is in place. And in the first place is because we want a business to maximize the value. We're a services company. We're not going to be around forever. You know, we're, we have a start and end date. So by the time we leave, we want to make sure that you are set up for success and that your team can run it. And you're really going to derive value from whatever the technology we're implementing. And so I think from that end, that, that's the reason why all of these different groups from the consultants to the engineers to the marketing and analysts have to really work together as a team and can't work in a siloed approach. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate the, the perspective and the vision that Artifact brings to that, both in thinking about how do we think about engineers and what they need, but also have them tuned into value for the business users. And then how do we enable business users to be able to do what they need to do, but, you know, be tuned into hopefully using less <laughs> time from engineers yes. or less reliance yeah. on IT or, or data as it may be. And I think 
part of that comes down to the technology as well. There's certainly some technology that maybe can lean way more towards sort of the back office or the engineering functions. And they have all of the, um, you know, functionality and requirements that they want met, but it it's not easy enough for the marketing user yeah. to actually use it. So they didn't get to achieve that moment of operational efficiency from empowering and enabling marketers to kind of self-service on some of the things that they should be able to do. You have other technologies that, you know, swing too far in the pendulum, maybe the other way where you can have marketers really having that full ability to be in activation mode and they feel really confident in the tool or the technology, but it in maybe in creating some of that ease doesn't maybe have the full flexibility or, you know, the, the big engine under the hood or, yeah. you know, the amount of um, customizability yeah. or, you know, those kinds of things that might be really desirable for engineering teams. So I think it's great that you guys bring this vision towards what's the strategy at the beginning of what are we trying to achieve? What's the business value we're trying to achieve and understanding the different use cases and the different users uh, and their requirements within the technology. And then, you know, having that then inform what is the right technology for you? And then what does that implementation, you know, need to look like? So you guys really bring a really great perspective to, to knowing how many uh, different uh, uh, people in the ecosystem need to all be solved for <laughs> along that along that process. It's hard when you're in it and you're in a role, you're seeing your purview of your role. So sometimes it does take someone externally to kind of evaluate all of the different pieces that are in play and provide an external perspective that it's hard when you're in your own day-to-day -day operations. Mm -hmm. Well, we're definitely talking about the fact that this is, this is hard. It's, you know, it's not yeah. easy. That's why, you know, that's why Artifact exists, yeah. <laughs> right? To help shepherd uh, brands through these things, but uh, it's worth it. <laughs> I think you would say, I'm wondering if, you know, just to kind of, you know, paint uh, the picture of why the, the hard is worth it. If you have any, you know, examples uh, of brands that have successfully leveraged their customer data into those connections, those connected customer experiences that we're talking about. Not, I don't know if you can name a brand or not, even if they're anonymous, but just maybe some inspiration for the folks that are listening about why is it worth it to go through some of this challenge? What What's on the other end of it? Yeah, I'll say, you know, with smaller clients who don't have a lot of infrastructure, the it's scary to get involved in this because it's like, where do I start? I don't even know where all my data lives. Like, it's just a really big ordeal to get started. And I understand that it's a daunting task. And that's why you bring in technology and services to help. But I think once you're able to do that, and even from the most you know, simple use case of unifying your users, having all of the different touch points that make that 360 view of your consumer and feeling confident one on just understanding who they are and driving business decisions has been super helpful for customers where their data has been scattered because it's helped them impact their product roadmap. It's helped them impact, you know, financial decisions for the company. And then marketing activation, which everything was so manual and everything took a lot of time. And now even these simplified ways of using a platform has allowed them to kind of save that time and save that money. And then you'll have your more advanced organizations where they already had some type of view of their customers. They were doing it in a certain way, but by 
enhancing the technology, like I was saying earlier, you don't have to just focus on maybe the more simple segmentation. You can get to spending your time on propensity modeling and being able to understand these more advanced use cases that allow brands to actually really take their marketing levels up. And we'll see actual lifts in being able to do this from the data. And I think that's really the key is whether you're, uh, you know, nascent brand, whether you're semi-mature, pretty mature, there's always more uh, sophistication you can do. There's next steps that you can take. And so by kind of solving for some of the clunkiness or some of the existing issues, you just get to that next step on the ladder. And I think that's really the benefit of it. Like wherever you are on the journey, data science is going to continue to evolve and there's going to be continually new things that you can do to connect with the users, to drive uplift in your marketing and in your other operational elements. And I think really that's where we see the value. Mm -hmm. And it's that evolution or that journey that you mentioned, I think is that's the important part to remember is I think, you know, once you get through the strategy piece and you really have selected a technology and you know the direction that you're heading in, it's about having that use case roadmap that there may be things that are six months and a year and two years down the line that are really hugely transformational to your business. And those things are really great to keep working towards, but there's also so many immediate quick wins yeah. that can happen. And the time to value on some of this stuff can be really fast. I just was, um, reviewing some information uh, internally recently about some customers and just what they were even seeing in a week or two yeah. weeks or a month later of huge impact on their marketing campaigns with being able to, you know, improve their known users or improve segmentation and, you know, just great cost savings, uh, great, you know, marketing effectiveness that's achieved in a really fast time to value. And then there can be that ongoing roadmap of what's that next step up the ladder yeah. and what's that next step up the ladder. Yeah, like when we're talking about data quality and consistency, when you actually have that data organized in the right way, something simple like suppression or lookalikes it's completely transformed when the data quality is right and the consistency is right versus if you're doing it off of unsteady data and then what are you actually suppressing? Are you, are data, it, there's just, it makes every little thing to every big thing so much more impactful. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why when we're looking, like you're mentioning the roadmap, we're always looking at, at, okay, here's the technical uplift versus the business impact. And so let's find those quick wins that maybe don't have the most business impact, but less technical uplift so we can start seeing some value. And then we'll continue to work towards those very high level business impact that also have very high technical uplift. But let's build a roadmap based on those two kind of axes so that we can really allow you to have those quick wins, prove that time to value. But you're still going to be able to achieve all of these things. It'll take time, but there's a way to get there. There's a path and it isn't so overwhelming because you don't have to do everything in the first quarter after a technology is implemented <laughs> to figure out what we can do, how we can show value and then continue to build from there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, maybe let's, that's maybe one more question to end on then kind of talking about thinking about this deluge of data, how you get quick wins, but then the long roadmap as you think about companies continuing to evolve, continuing to be on their digital transformation roadmaps, 
Do you think that there's going to be a point in time where that process becomes quicker and easier, or is it just going to always be, there'll always be more sources of data and more coming um, that it will, maybe will always be a little bit of a, a, a tricky, a tricky road. <laughs> well, you know, I won't say I'm going to be able to predict the future, but I think we're finding ways to optimize the methodology which we do things. Technology is constantly improving. So I think things that are a struggle now will definitely get easier and we'll continue to evolve technology where, you know, I saw something where people are using um, open AI to just have a simple request for segmentation and then the AI provides the segmentation. Like things like that are going to make it really a lot easier for business users out there. But at the end of the day, the world just continues to get more complex and more complicated. So I can't say we're not going to be faced with new problems and challenges that we don't even know about yet. But I think at least for, you know, the road ahead, we're the technology that I'm seeing, the conversations that I'm hearing happening, it gives me hope that it's going to be able to allow brands and businesses to really get more involved in the data where it has initially seemed really scary or a really big topic and finding more agile ways to get involved, to improve their digital transformation and see results that are going to make them want to continue investing in an infrastructure that's going to continually impact their bottom line. Mm -hmm. It's it will always continue to evolve. But the good news about us data folks and us <laughs> marketing folks is we're a scrappy bunch. We're yeah. used to change. You know, that's what excites us. And we're, we're always ready for a new challenge. So I like how you're thinking about it. We're learning and evolving and the processes and ways and methodologies we're thinking about it are always improving. And that will help us stay on top of the next thing we need to be agile about. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Samantha, for joining me today. This has been a really fun and insightful conversation. So thank you for sharing all of your insights and your perspectives. Um, so I just want to say thank you for spending your time and uh, to say that uh, the folks listening can also visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews. Thank you so much, Kelly.